you hear about these niches all the time, like you should just burn a niche and do that. And I'm like, nah, I don't believe that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. Mackenzie, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Growth Show. Super excited today. We actually have Mackenzie with us. She's one of our account managers. She's joining us today. Uh, she's a little better looking than Robbie. <laughs> and she's going to have a, some unique perspectives. Sorry, Robbie. No offense to you. And we also have Natalie and Vera with us from Dwell Differently. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Yeah. Glad yeah, to be here. having us. Cool, cool. So I wanted to dive into your story first. What got you guys started into building this business? Let's start there. Uh, Natalie, you want me to take that? Oh, yeah. Okay. You go, girl. So um, I used to be an athlete. Um, I went to college at Indiana University. And um, once my once I was done in college, I kept training um, to try to make the Olympic team in 2012 and 2016 in um, track and field. And so um, as a Christian, I used to uh, be really um, intentional about memorizing Bible verses, especially when I was competing and when I was training. So I would um, want to have like a really clear mind when I was training um, because I, I didn't mention I, I pole vaulted, which is like a really finicky sport. It's really easy to doubt yourself. It's really easy for fear to creep in. Um, and so it was really vital to my training to just like keep laser focused. Mm -hmm. And I would memorize scripture as a way to kind of flood my mind with what I wanted to dwell on versus, um, thoughts that were going to spiral me down. And so I would write verses on my wrist in Sharpie marker and memorize them while I was competing and training. Um, and then when I was done after 2016, um, I wanted to share that with people. I was like, this is really smart. So uh, for those of you who don't know what dwell is, we help people memorize one Bible verse every single month. And the way we do it is we take the first letter of every word in the verse and we take those letters and we make a really unique design. And then we put it on, temporary tattoos, a key tag and a card. And so hence the, the writing on the wrist, when I was training, um, I was like this whole first letter of every word, it's, it's just a super smart system because when you look at it, let's say the verse is for God to love the world. Okay. So you take F G S for God. So L T W <laughs> for God to love the world. And so when I look at those letters, I'm challenged to recall what they represent as opposed to just reading a verse on my wrist. And so I thought it was really smart. I thought it was really helpful. And um, I had this idea. I was like, I should make a tattoo out of that. And it just was like this automatic snowball into like, I think it happened within maybe three to six months. It was like, I sourced the, the, the products um, and started making the design. And it was just like, boom, uh, we're launching the store. And, um, so that's kind of where it came from. It was out of my own personal, uh, need and want for scripture. Um, and also this 
also this need and want for something really cool um, and kind of forward for people to um, not only express their faith, but grow deeper in their faith. Um, and pretty much immediately after launching, um, Natalie joined me because I realized very quickly that I needed um, help and somebody who was a great writer. Um, and so Natalie jumped on um, within the first month and we've been rolling for a little over three years now. That's awesome. And you said Natalie's your sister, right? Yes. My, my older sister, older one of sister. our, one of my older sisters. Okay. That's cool. And do you have anything you wanted to add to that, Natalie? Um, actually I want to show the kit for those who are watching this on video. This is what the tattoos look like. Um, the kit comes in the mail with a card and a devotional on the back. And then there's a little key tag, um, that you can put on your keychain. I have a billion on my keychains, but it, it kind of works like a flashcard system almost. And then of course I've got the tattoo on my wrist Oops, right there. You can kind of see it. Oh, that's um, so the designs are really fantastic. Um, Fira, I think underplays that element of things, but they're not like your mom's scrolly, weird tapestry on her wall. <laughs> like they are some pretty sweet designs. And in fact, we have people every month who are telling us that they're getting real tattoos made of our dwell designs, which is really fun. That's so That's cool. So cool. Dang. Were you going to ask something? Oh, no, go for it. Mackenzie, don't be Just shy. Just copy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's so cool how you did that in college when you're pole vaulting and you wrote things down to clear your mind. And what a great reminder for people uh, to think about in this day and age when most people are like just feeding on social media, the news, all the negativity, and they wonder why they're sad or depressed or super fearful. I love what you did of writing it down to remind yourself, even in a sports atmosphere, to clear your Mm -hmm. mind uh, and dwell on the things that you wanted to be dwelling on. And I'm sure that that's impacted multiple areas of your life, you know, not just college sports, not just your business, but I'm sure it goes into family uh, and everything and relate relationships too. Did you guys start out with just, excuse me, did you start with just the tattoo um, or was the print always part of your original idea? Like how did, can you speak to, I guess, how your product developed over time? Yeah, it was actually all off the bat. Um, I, I made up a tattoo and sent it out to my family and friends and they all bought in, even the haters, like one of my sister-in-law's tattoo, like, really, that seems kind of weird. And now she's like our number one, like she loves them now. Um, But I sent them out and um, I, they were like, well, the only bummer is that it was gone in three days, you know, because it's a temporary tattoo. So they wear off between like in two to seven days, let's say. Um, so we send three out to every member who's an individual member and more for the family memberships. But, um, with that feedback of that first round, um, it was like, oh, we need this to last longer than those three days. And so that's where the idea for the key tag and the print came. Um, and so, yeah, we were able to just like bundle the little kit together and, um, it, so for month, for those who started month one, it was January of 28. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've got a, you know, a stack this deep of key tags now, which is super cool and cards. So that's super cool. So 
you guys have been in business since January 2018. Is that what you just said? So you've been in about just over three years now? Yeah. So December of 2017. So like the people signing up got their first kit in January of 18. Yep. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So over the last three years of like starting your business, getting things off the ground, I'm sure it wasn't just like you had a product instant sales and it took off, right? I'm sure there was some challenges (laughs) along the way, but what I wanted to kind of focus on first was what was like one of the biggest mistakes uh, you made early on that you can speak to that, that people could learn from and hopefully avoid themselves. Hmm. That's a good question. Natalie, do you have anything off the top of your head? Um, I would say our biggest struggle from the get go and still something that we're continually working on is our process. Um, we're not the best process people. And so we make mistakes because we don't have a good process in place. So if, for instance, we've got a design and it's really cool and we love it and everything looks great. If we don't have every single letter of that verse on the design and we go ahead and send that order in, that's on us. We've got to reorder all of that product. Um, so having a good process of like, okay, this is our first check. This is our second check. This is our third check. Okay. Now it's been approved. Now we can send it off. Um, and that, again, that has been something that has been a painful learning process for us over the years, because as you grow as a company, the, the mistake that at one point would cost you $500 is now costing you $50,000. Yeah. Um, so it's a big deal to have those processes in place. And the sooner that you can go about getting those processes lined up and working and all those cylinders functioning, the better because you want to learn those mistakes early instead of learning them when they're more costly to you. For sure. That's something we're still (laughs) fighting through. I think because we're both uh, more creative um, minded, it's like, oh, it's kind of like everything's very free flowing. So it's good as we've added more team members. Um, They are a little bit, they forced us to be a little bit more like rigid to our schedules and deadlines, which has helped us in that too. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Thanks for sharing that. I know me, Robbie and I are the same way. We're both like pretty visionary, (laughs) creative and stuff. And so a lot of the details can (laughs) slip through the cracks, but we just recently hired a chief operating officer who's like just super detail oriented. And I mean, our account managers are as well, but it's like, I know exactly what you mean as the business owner of like just being visionary and like, yeah, let's Mm -hmm. go do this. And then it's like, oh wait, we just messed up. Exactly. (laughs) And now our employees have to deal with it. Cool. That's awesome. Mackenzie, do you want to ask anything on that? How are we doing? I'm doing great. I'm super happy to be here. It's just so good to see you guys again. Um, Yeah. I wanted to ask, actually, why don't you ask, what are some of their biggest wins? Oh, man. I mean, I, so I could speak to the ads, but I, what I really like, want people to know about this brand is just how hard you guys work to um, kind of stick in people's minds. I think um, it'd be really awesome to hear a little bit about your strategy behind the colors you pick. I remember when I first met you, you were really, um, you had a lot to say about which emojis you wanted to use in your copywriting (laughs) and things like that. And I think um, all these 
these little details really help people remember who you are when they see you come across their feet or, or wherever it may be. Like they immediately recognize that it's dwell because you guys have such a, a strong um, sense of who you are. So yeah, if you could maybe um, expand on that a little bit, I'd love to hear more. Cause I think you guys are just some of the best at it that I've seen. Wow. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how many uh, people do you see raise the roof on your podcast? Yeah, I think you might be the first, which is <laughs> That's awesome. Because I'm a mom and I start doing weird things. Like yeah, raising yeah. The roof. You know? So sorry about that. Um, I'm very, very picky about those things. I, the biggest thing is I want any person who comes across our brand, like we're just ambassadors. So like we really believe in our mission. Um, And I think any business owner who really believes in their mission is going to want to get it out to as many people as they possibly can. So for us, I'm like, listen, I want to put something out there that isn't just for mommies. It's not just for women. It's not just for kids. It's not just for 60 year old uh, Bible study leaders who, you know, love precious moments. Like I want something that is going to attract everyone and anyone. And so I think the best way I always think about it is like get, for, for us to get out of our own way and put something forward that is going to resonate with anybody. And something Natalie and I always talk about is like, if we are targeting, um, this ideal person that we're trying to talk to. So like for, for us, it's like, I think about some of my friends um, who I think are really cool and um, modern. And I'm like, if I, if, if when I'm writing or when I'm designing, if they would put it on their feed or they'd wear this tattoo, it's going to catch everybody. Whereas like, if I just focus on one, cause like you hear about these niches all the time, like you should just burn a niche and do that. And I'm like, nah, I don't believe that. I'm like, I want it to be accessible to everybody. And so um, like with the emojis, it's like, we're not going to do pink hearts. We're not doing that because if I'm a dude and I'm scrolling and I see pink hearts, there's like, I'm going to be less likely to read that most, maybe not all men, but most men. Or if um, there's flesh tones in the emojis, maybe that's not going, maybe I'm not going to stop and, and read it because that's not my flesh tone in that emoji. So we use yellow emojis. Also it matches our brand, which is really convenient. Um, but just things like that, or like the words, the words we use, the tone of our words, Natalie is amazing about that. Like she just does a great job of like trying to show up and talk with your friend, as opposed to like talking up here where people can't relate, um, or that kind of thing. So, um, I love that part of what we do because, um, I, I know exactly how I wanted to to look and feel Natalie knows exactly how she wants it to look and feel. The tricky part has been as we've added people to the team, helping them to get on board with that brand. Um, And that's our own fault. Again, it, it, it actually took um, one of our team members saying, can you please just make a brand book? So I know what to do. (laughs) And so we were forced to do that so that um, again, that vision of dwell, across the board is uniform. And like you said, when people are scrolling or they see it, they're like, that's dwell immediately. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really important for sure. 
That's yeah, right. I would also add, Dan, you had said earlier that um, you felt like there's something about putting something in your mind different than what is normally coming across your feed. So our, our web address is actually dwelldifferently.com. And our um, our handle for our podcast is Dwell Differently. Just this idea that we're helping people consume something that is different from what they're used to um, and, and something positive and relatable. And that's going to put something in their headspace that's going to actually help them. Um, and so, again, we're just taking... God's word, and we're trying to make it as relatable as possible for people. We're not using weird theological words. We're not putting it out there in a way that is uncomfortable or judgmental sounding or like, um, you know, any kind of Karen breathing down your neck and telling you what to do. You know, we're trying, we're trying instead, like this, this month, we're talking about transformation. And how we can be transformed and we can see beautiful, purposeful change in our lives. And who doesn't want that? Yeah. You know, and that, that is something that is so winsome and good and awesome that when we make our design and it looks kind of like a weird graphic butterfly, we want that to be beautiful to people and we want it to pop. And we want the words that we're using to explain what we're talking about to be winsome for all people so that they can hear that message and receive it. And hopefully dwell differently on the things that are going to give them a more beautiful, purposeful life. That's awesome. And I love how passionate you're getting just talking about it. And I can tell it's made (laughs) such a big difference in your life. And I I believe a lot of the same things that you guys are saying. Uh, So I'm really relating to this conversation right now. And I just wondered, we touched on a little bit, but how how thinking this way has impacted your business. It impacted you in sports, but can you speak a little bit to how it has also impacted relationships um, as well as your families, things outside of the business realm as well, just dwelling, focusing on, on positive things and on scriptures. I would say I'll, I'll hit the the business component of things Um, as we've kind of grown and expanded. we've, we've taken on these ideas about our business. Like we want our business to look like this. We want to be generous, for instance, um, because the God of the Bible has been generous with us. We want to be generous with other people. And so we try in our, um, in our business itself within, with our employees to, to have a culture of generosity and a culture of Um, welcoming ideas and getting excited and, and just this teamwork and, um, and sort of having a really good culture, but then also looking outside of our company, we want to be able to support missions and support um, and partner with ideas and people who are doing wonderful things. So we're, we're always looking for ways to be generous because we have just been like astounded in terms of how our business has grown and how God has generously dealt with us, that we want to uh, partner with other organizations. Like we partner with the seed company who is a Bible translation company. We partner with a, um, a kids ministry for uh, basketball. We also do part have partnered with the halo foundation that provides um, kids who are homeless throughout the world with homes and education and a home. Um, and so just kind of all these ways that we're trying in so many, you know, in so many respects to take the things that we are so passionate about, that we're so missionally excited about 
and making that a part of our internal process and the way that we deal with um, how God has been generous to us. Yeah. Um, I would say to just, um, it definitely influences how we think about the business, but then even just personally, um, like as a mom, as a, um, as a wife, as a friend, um, it's just crazy to me. So since the start of dwell, we've memorized over 40 verses and which is crazy. And like the really, again, the smart thing about the designs is they stick in your brain. So it's like, when I see that butterfly, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the one about transformation. And then I can, I can visualize that first letter and it just gets me started. And there's the verse. Um, so like I have 40 of those images and verses floating in my brain at any given time. And it's just, it is almost mysterious or miraculous the way that I will be in a situation and that verse will pop to the front of my mind um, and give me, give me a shift in my thinking, or it will cause me pause in what I'm about to say. And then I say something different maybe. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, specifically in 2020, like I would love for you to go back and look at the verses. So we picked them, you know, a year before in 2019, we picked the verses for 2020. And then it was like, boom, boom, boom. It was like every month, the verse that would come out, like directly tied into what was going on in the world. It's like in May, we had a verse about seek justice and defend the oppressed and, and all that. And that was just as all of the, um, is when George Floyd lost his life. And it was like this verse about seeking justice was what everybody in our community was focused on. It was like, are you serious? This is the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, as the pandemic was happening, the beginning of it in March, it was, um, do not fear for I'm the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, I will help you. It's like these scriptures, it was just like lined up in a mysterious and miraculous way. I'm not even going to lie about it. Um, and so, all that to say, um, it, it really is life changing. It's it really is life changing. And like it was sport. Yeah, that was like it was a big t- deal to me at the time. It was like, oh, I'm trying to make the Olympic team. And so I'm going to focus my mind on these things that I think are true. And that is it's a great thing. But then it is so much more as a mom, as I'm raising my kids and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of patience by 10 a.m. It's like, how do I refocus my mind and be filled up again in my head so that I can keep pouring out love to my kids? And that I go to those those scriptures that I know. Um, and so for for me, it's just like a well that just keeps pouring out and they just come, they come to my head and they change how I'm living all the time. That's awesome. So you guys are, are both moms, correct? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So how do you guys balance that I know there's a lot of women boutique owners with kids and stuff. How do you guys balance like running a boutique, building a team, as well as like raising little kids? What does that look like in the day to day? It it looks like my kid just walked in about five seconds ago when I was talking and I did like a, okay, bye. Okay. Like (laughs) an off screen. Bye bye. You know, like now's not the time. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of muting yourself uh, in meetings because people are sitting on your lap or um, yeah. And honestly, it's, it's pretty cool. Like 
it's as if the um, that's a beautiful thing that came out of 2020 because it kind of normalized this for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So when, you know, Natalie and I were talking with um, or got an email from uh, one of the agents that we're working with. And she was like, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make Friday because I got I can't find child care. And she's like, bring them to the Zoom call, you know. Um, so it's been pretty amazing to see so many people um, just welcome the chaos and um, (laughs) you know, a lot of those lines have blurred in the last year, but ultimately like um, I think the biggest thing is like just being grateful that we're doing something we love and we also are raising our kids and not very many people get to say that um, they get to do that. So I try to keep, keep that, you know, perspective of gratitude as opposed to like, Ah, like yeah. I'm and checking this email and somebody screaming at me. Um, cause that does happen sometimes too. So <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> do you guys have home assistance or anything like that? Or do you just try to get childcare occasionally? Or is it pretty much just working with the kids around and just making it all work? Yes. 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 All, all of it. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You just do what you can do, honestly. And I mean, like Monday night, we had a meeting from like 730 until 10, maybe us two and Vera's husband, who's kind of our financial guru. Um, And that's just when we can do it. So we did it then, you know, nap times, nighttime, 4am, wake up and work when everybody's sleeping. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's a luxury because I get to take my kid to the park. You know, when I'm done with this call, we're going to load up and we're going to jump on the trampoline at my sister-in-law's house with a sprinkler underneath it. So totally. life's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. You guys are doing that. Man, I just want to say like it blows my mind hearing this because looking through all of your ads, you know, sometimes we'll go through and kind of scrounge around and see if there's any um, comments we need to that need to be addressed or whatever on your ads and there's always a reply to all the questions on your ads like you guys are just so graceful with your customers and your followers um, and your current members as well it's like it almost feels like the well is never ending somehow I don't know how you pull it off but it's amazing Um, yeah I just I've wanted to compliment you on that you guys do a really good job of engaging um anyone and everyone that even just slightly touches with your like touches your brand um i think it's great that you make the time for them and and i think people feel um just how good your intentions are so props that's a testament (laughs) to to our team also Mm -hmm. our team is doing the same amazing all moms except for one um gentleman on the team and then my husband who helps us quite a bit um with some you know financial stuff but um the the our customer service person and our gal who is um over social media stuff they're just on it and it's just like you just pour out the love you know it's like if I comment on you know it's like if you comment on something and you never hear back it's like they're too big for me or whatever um and so it's really important to Natalie and I that's like listen, like I said, we're an ambassador. We're just ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So like the best we can do to love people and show up, um, even in the small spaces. And even if they're nasty comments, it's like, <laughs> that's still a person. And there's a reason why they're being nasty in that comment. Like maybe yeah. they can hurt by, 
something that looks like us. So we just try to do our best to like assume the best of people, show love and show up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our team is fantastic. I would say the same thing. And, and um, it goes back to what we were saying about how do the verses impact us? Well, they impact each of our team members similarly, like what we're talking about. And so because we have this deep well that we're personally, you know, being filled up with, we're able to kind of outpour that in through our business model and with our team. And it just is, it's just a, it's a never ending source that is, you know, it's, it's really cool when the very thing that you're doing is the very thing that is filling you up and that you're getting to give out to other people. It's just so fun. Very cool. I love it. That's good stuff. (laughs) Well, thank you so much guys. I wanted to leave space for one more thing. Um, A lot of people listening might have not started their own e-commerce store yet. They might just be thinking about something that's important to them or that has impacted them. And they're wanting to take the first steps to get going. Maybe you have advice for that person, whether it's mindset advice, how to think about something or actual tactical advice. But if you could rewind and give yourself advice three years ago before you were starting out, what would that be? I have two pieces of advice. Let's hear it. Um, Because I love this. I love this part. I I think I'm actually, if I didn't love dwell, I would just start something else because I really like to start things. Um, And the first is if you don't, I, I forget where I heard this, but if you don't hate what you put out in the first year, then you took too long to start. So I'm, I am not a person who gets things perfect. And once they're perfect, then we put it out there. It's like, no, you just, it's like I said, it's like, I had the idea. We made the tattoo, we tried it out on just a few people. And within three months it was happening. So my advice to that person is if you have an idea, do not take forever to try and make it perfect. Just take the first step, just make it happen. Just do it, do the thing. And the second thing is like, um, when I was training, I used to, I was an underdog. I didn't make the Olympic team, if you're wondering. Um, (laughs) But when you're training for something like the Olympics, you have to have this mindset of um, that nobody, none of those people you're going to watch this summer in Tokyo at the Olympic games, none of them were an Olympian before they were an Olympian. So they show up to the meet or the competition just the same as everybody else. They haven't made the team yet either. And so you have to show up believing that you can do the thing. If you, if you don't have that belief that it's a possibility, then don't show up at all. So whatever your thing is that you think is going to make the world a better place, it's like you got to believe 100% that this is possible. Otherwise, don't, don't do it at all. So do the thing and believe in the thing. Those are my pieces of advice. (laughs) That's so good. Did you speak for both of you or do you want to add to that, Natalie? Mm, I would just say that you're the only you and you have a unique set of experiences and talents and um, tools available to you. You have a unique reach and you're put here for a reason. And the things that you are passionate about, the things that you are talented at, that you're gifted at, like, do not let those things just fall away. Yeah. Um, they be very responsible with the gifts that you have been given because they're given to you for purpose. And when you are living inside of that, when you are 
following after those things, when you're pursuing your passions and like fear said, you do the thing, you believe in the thing. Um, there's a place for you in this world. And it may not be that you own a fortune 500 company, but it may be that you bring such joy to other people who share your passions. And that is a very worthwhile pursuit. Yeah. Wow. That's such good stuff, guys. Thank you for that advice. Any closing thoughts or questions, Mackenzie? No, I just, I love this brand and you guys should all check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Check out their stuff, guys. Order their tattoos, start memorizing scriptures. Thanks so much again for coming on. We really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, If you guys know of anyone that would like to hear this or would help them out, please share it. Also subscribe, like, do all the good things for us, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having us, guys.